Welcome to the Jeffers Brief, only on Contra Radio Network. Hello again, Intelligentsia. John Jeffers here on the Jeffers Brief. Here's a quick note for you. You are being conned on a level unprecedented in human history. That's right. And we are. All right. What I want to talk to you about today, other than the fact that it's cold where I am, like, you know, below, it's been sub-zero every day for the last, well, nine days. Seems like it's never-ending. Speaking of which, uh, listeners in Texas, Oklahoma, Arkansas, you've got the equivalent of a Category 5 hurricane bearing down on you probably start in fact there's a winter storm watch already been issued and they're talking about this is from uh, uh noah and they say uh there's been a, a winter storm watch is in effect from late saturday night into monday afternoon three to eight inches of total snow accumulations possible heavy snow blowing snow possible uh bitter cold expected and near blizzard conditions wind chills get this this is by fort worth dallas fort worth wind chills as low as 15 below zero my friends it, this will rival the winters the winter of 1899 down there now the impacts are hazardous travel likely travel become near impossible or possibly life-threatening gusty winds could bring down tree branches and impact travel cold wind chills could result in hypothermia and travel may be difficult for a few days and the reason is a lot of especially on the southern states many of the counties don't possess their snow re, uh, snow removal equipment plows salt trucks all that stuff usually they leave that up to the state well that kind of thinking while it's good financially for the budget it's going to cost them this time apparently so it's coming my friends so if you haven't been to the store look go to the store get, get your supplies for the week you're probably going to need them for about a week don't go crazy blow all your money on that you don't need to so don't do it just go get your normal supplies so you don't have to be running out all the time maybe some ex, you know extra milk do not go crazy on the toilet paper my friends don't do that it's just a bad winter storm all right oh, what else have we got today all kinds of fun stuff hey here's something uh g edward griffins need to know now i don't know if you've heard this but i want to tell you tell you about it a peer review study finds that the cdc inflated the covid deaths by 1600 percent well, in case you haven't noticed, the flu has completely been cured. It's gone. Who, who would have known? Now, the CDC inflated the COVID fatality number by at least 1,600%, according to a peer-reviewed study. The COVID-19 data collection, the comorbidity and federal law, a historical uh, retrospective, the 25-page study exposed testing inaccuracies and unscientific procedures that resulted in enormous false positive spikes. Examples of the fraud include the CDC's quiet admission that people can test positive on an antibody test if they have antibodies from a family of viruses that cause the common cold. 
The CDC wrote new rules to count probable cases of COVID as actual cases of COVID without proof of infection. The rules failed to prevent a patient from being counted multiple times. It's kind of like multiple votes. The CDC changed COVID collection reporting standards last March to hide the pre-existing health conditions and comorbidities on death reports. People who died with COVID were listed as dying from COVID. What they're saying is this. A person may have died, not from COVID, but from a pre-existing condition, and that COVID was a contributing factor to it. Now, the watchdog group, All Concerned Citizens, declared the CDC acted illegally when it failed to apply for mandatory federal oversight and failed to open a mandatory period for public scientific comment. The CDC is required to be in full compliance with all federal laws, even during emergencies. Now, 100% fed up reports throughout the election, Donald Trump was battered by CCP virus statistics in order to hurt the American economy and his political campaign. We know that it was shamelessly wielded as a political weapon to prevent President Trump and his supporters from rallying as Antifa and Black Lives Matter burned progressive poor and minority neighborhoods to the ground throughout the entire year. Now that Lord Biden has been installed in the office of president, he promises to increase COVID lockdown measures and to extend them further into your ability to travel and force unscientific mask wearing for at least 100 days. Which, by the way, I think two days ago, he said, we're going to extend mask wearing for a year. But a new peer-reviewed study has been released that finds the CDC numbers to be so wildly unsupported as to be pure propaganda that is based on wholly unscientific practices that were needlessly created on the spot. Now, the National File reports the Centers for Disease Control stands accused of violating federal law by inflating coronavirus fatality numbers according to stunning information obtained by National File. CDC illegally inflated that by at least 1,600% as the 2020 presidential election played out according to a study published by the Public Health Initiative of the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge. The study, COVID-19 Data Collection, Comorbidity and Federal Law Historical Retrospective, was authored by Henry Ely, Michael McAvoy, Daniel Chan, John Nowicki, Monica Savvy, Sandeep Gupa, David White, James Jordan, Daniel Simon, and Paul Anderson. The study is 25 pages long with over 100 citations. However, the main points can be summarized. A major point is that the testing inaccuracies and unreliability combined with unscientific procedures and methods resulted in demonstrably massive false positive spikes. The CDC is now legally requiring red-blooded Americans to wear face masks on all public transportation as globalists try to push the concept of double masking Yeah, you heard me. Double masking. Idiots. On the populace. Since the election, the World Health Organization admits that PCR tests are not totally reliable on the first try and a second test might be needed. This corresponds with the CDC's quiet admission that it blended viral and antibody test results for its case numbers and that people can test positive on an antibody test if they have antibodies from a family of viruses that cause the common cold. Hospitals in Florida had so many accuracy complications that Orlando Health had to admit that its 9.4% positivity rate got recorded at 98%. There you go, people. 
just ridiculous. Can't even stand it. Oh, Lord, help me. Lord, help us all. Um, speaking of which, then we have Jen Psaki. That woman is so far over her head as the White House press secretary. She has no idea what she's doing. As a matter of fact, she's actually conceded that the Biden administration has no current goal on when to open high schools. So, um, the CDC director has already stated there is data to suggest schools can reopen safely, but the Biden administration is not listening to the CDC and is not following the science. The Biden administration is bowing down to toxic teachers unions and the children are suffering. So far, Biden's goal to have more is to have more than 50% of K-8 through schools open by April 30th. What about the teens suffering from COVID isolation and the high school seniors who feel like they've been robbed because of Democrat lockdowns? Snooty Sackey says the Biden administration has no current plan to reopen high schools. Don't believe me? Listen to her. She will tell you in her own words. And um, first to follow up on schools, mm -hmm. the guidance coming out is for K through 12 schools, but when you talk about the White House's goal to reopen the majority of schools, it's K through eight from what I understand. So what is your goal for high schools to reopen in the next 100 days? I, I'm not gonna set a new goal today. Uh, what I will convey to you is that uh, when Secretary Cardona is confirmed, um, you know, this will be his top priority and we will leave it to him and his team at the Department of Education working in close partnership with the CDC and others uh, to determine how quickly uh, and efficiently it can be done. Is there a reason that you know, the White House's goal for schools doesn't include high schools? Uh, I would defer, I would ask, I would suggest you ask the CDC about whether there are differences uh, between the schools. I'm sure that's a question that might come up, but we'll see, uh, and hopefully you'll get a question if that's the one you want to ask. So in other words, she didn't answer the question. All right. Oh, does it ever end here? You know, I've only been watching the, uh, the clown circus for the second Shampeachment. What a joke what a disaster but here's a little something how about this let's talk about Kamala Harris joked about killing President Trump and let, then let out a horrible cackle now is this impeachable hmm gateway pundits poses the question <laughs> the horror the horror the Democrats are parsing President Trump's words in an effort to impeach him and hide the real story, that they criminally stole the 2020 presidential election. But very few Americans are interested and most are outraged since the majority appear to have voted for President Trump. Americans have watched as our country and constitution have been torn apart by Democrats with Republican consent over the past decade. No one liked Obama's policies, which is why America voted for President Trump. Americans loved President Trump's policies and economy, which is why they voted for him in record numbers. But the Democrats were done with the elections, so they stole it. Next, they attempted to impeach him in an unconstitutional effort to keep him from running in the future after the world uncovers their criminal deeds and stealing the 2020 election. So in this effort, they have seen such a weak and embarrassing case that they are parsing his words and tweets in an attempt to build their case. But what they haven't considered 
is that if their rules are applied across the board, individuals like Kamala Harris should be impeached after all. Isn't she the one that threatened to kill him? You know, I play the video, but I am. They got the video posted on Twitter, but guess what? I am not on Twitter anymore, and I'm not going to do it. But if you want to see it, it's there. <coughs> yeah, she's a terrible person. Now, Lindsey Graham, on the other hand, I don't know whether I trust this guy or not. I'm I'm leaning towards not trusting him. But with that said, Red State's reporting that you know Lindsey Graham says. The not guilty vote is growing. And what did Pelosi know and when did she know it? So let's listen to him. This is about six minutes long. So if you want to listen to it, here we go. Now, once again, the Democrats' impeachment obsession has completely backfired on Capitol Hill because as we shown you earlier tonight, Democrats' violent, reckless rhetoric over the last four years, it violates their own standards. They themselves would be guilty of inciting insurrection. And furthermore, the only way the Democrats can make their case against Donald Trump is to deceptively, as they have been, editing his remarks and lying about what he actually said on January 6th. This impeachment trial is devoid of facts. It's devoid of any compelling evidence, devoid of any constitutional basis. Here to react to all of it, South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham. And if you compare the words that we played of Stacey Abrams and Hillary Clinton, and you intersperse the comments of the managers yeah. with, the, with the insurrectionist language of the left, guess what? It suits perfectly. It fits perfectly, doesn't it? Yeah, I hope the defense team is watching your show. But let me tell your viewers, the not guilty vote is growing after today. I think most Republicans found the presentation by the House managers offensive and absurd. We all know what happened in the Capitol was terrible. I hope everybody involved that broke into the Capitol goes to jail. But I don't remember any of these house managers saying a damn thing when they were trying to break into my house and going after Susan Collins and spitting on all of us. Uh, if this is a problem uh, for a politician to give the speech that President Trump did, well, then Kamala Harris has a real problem because she actively engaged in bailing out rioters. And here's what I would suggest. If you're a politician trying to raise bail for people accused of rioting, you're inciting more riots. But here's something nobody's talked about that's important. If there, is, if there was pre-planning, uh, there is no incitement. Do you agree with that? Yes, sir. That's your asking okay, that? Okay, so here's what the managers did that... Yeah, I'm asking you, but this is, people said I didn't pay attention today, they're wrong. The managers have got this cockamamie idea, absurd theory that Donald Trump was monitoring the Proud Boys website and other far-right websites and that he and Dan Scavino knew this was going to happen and they encouraged it. That is Looney Tunes, and you know why they're saying that? Because if the president didn't know and it was actually pre-planned, he's not guilty. So for the first time today, they're trying to create a storyline that Donald Trump was in on it before it happened, that he was monitoring the Proud Boys and other crazy websites, and he knew they were going to uh, come to Washington and with violence on their mind, and he encouraged it. That is beyond bizarre. This is not evidence. This is a liberal democratic novel being presented as evidence. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm, I'm watching all of this and applying the language and the standards that the Democrats are using in this case. Now they're saying that the president challenging election results. 
Hillary Clinton still never right. accepted to this day that she lost to Donald Trump. Same with Stacey right. Abrams down in Georgia. Um, how, the reason I think, and you tell me if I'm wrong, that they have to go backwards to lay the foundation is because the exact words of the president uh, did not incite violence, nor did anybody ever know. Now, now that we know that people were plotting, planning, scheming... It's steeper than that. Go ahead, you go. Can I say something right quick? You bet. New evidence makes you do that. The only reason they're trying to create this bizarre storyline that Trump was in on it, along with Dan Scavino, is that we now know, after impeachment, that was done without a lawyer, without a hearing, without any witnesses, that the FBI and the Capitol Hill police actually now understand this was pre-planned. They were uh, planting bombs the night before. So the whole storyline that Donald Trump caused this by his speech has fallen apart due to good law enforcement activity. And here's what I want to know. What did Nancy Pelosi know and when did she know it? If this was widely known by the FBI and Capitol Hill Police that people were planning to come to Washington before the 6th to create violence, I want to know, did she know about that? The whole storyline originally was Trump created this from a speech. Now we know the people had this on their mind before he ever spoke, so they're playing this bizarre game of trying to get Trump in on it before January the 6th. This is why you don't want to have snap impeachments. Evidence really does matter. Well, evidence matters big time because it's now coming in. All right. Now, walk us through yeah. the rest of the process here because you get 16 okay. hours the, to prosecute the case. The, def, uh, yeah. the president's lawyers, right. they don't need 16 hours. I think they should do it in two, three, four max. Um, walk us through what right. happens. Okay. Okay. So here's what I would do. I take all your videos. I mean, literally, you have got Democratic politicians being silent or encouraging uh, uh, acts of violence. I mean, you, you've got the sitting vice president when she was a U.S. senator telling people they're not going to stop, they shouldn't stop, and trying to bail them out. So if I were the Trump team, I would expose the hypocrisy here, and I would go after the argument that it was pre-planned and the idea that the president was in on it is absurd. This thing is collapsing before their eyes, and the not guilty vote is growing. So it'll be over by Sunday, I hope, for the good of the country. The constitutional argument, it was pre-planned, meaning he couldn't have incited it, and the insurrectionist language of the left. Not that complicated. Lindsey Graham, there you thank go. you. Well, there you have it, right then and there. Okay, what do we got here? Okay, let's do this. Uh, hold on a moment. Let me take a quick break here. Tired of getting censored on social media? Are you noticing less traffic to your business page or profile? Solve it by joining mumbleit.com today and experience true free speech social media. Join for free at www.mumblit.com. Experience real freedom today. 
This is Lauren, and I want to tell you about a new team system that CRN is doing. You see, we are going to build a team of like-minded individuals who can learn how to earn an income right from the comfort of home. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, then let's do something about it. Maybe you're stuck in a 9-to-5 rut, or maybe you want to make a few extra dollars on the side. You see, it really doesn't matter what the reason is. What matters is the drive and determination. Let us show you how you can join us, build a team, and make a few extra bucks while we're at it. You can even test drive it for free. Log on to www.pls.crnbroadcasting.com. Watch the video, fill out the form, and become an action taker today. Remember, www.pls.crnbroadcasting.com. Do it now. At Stag Arms, there is no weak side. Our rifles are 100% American-made, including each and every part assembled. We aim to provide recreational shooters, law enforcement officers, hunters, and professional shooters with super quality and competitively priced rifles. Every rifle shipped is built to order. Check out Stag Arms now. Log on to ContraRadioNetwork.com and click on the Stag Arms banner. All right, all right. We heard Lauren. Do me a favor. If you're interested in that, you can also go to John wwwjohn jefferscom If you have, if you have your own business or thinking about doing it, and you want to automate a lot of easy stuff, you need you owe it to yourself, your business, and your family, or if you just want to make a few extra bucks, check it out. That's wwwjohn jeffers.com all right let's get back to it now my friends uh you know the police officers involved in george floyd's death were suspended the very next day now it's been after a month or more than a month for that matter we still don't know who shot ashley babbitt you know the unarmed woman in the capitol building shot in the neck Yeah, it's amazing. They just, they won't tell us. Now, actually, the four policemen were fired the day after Floyd's death. They weren't suspended. They were fired. So last month, on January, January 6th, it's always going to be January 6th for the mainstream media mob and the Democrats. It's always going to be January 6th. So last month, four Trump supporters died on January 6th in D.C. Yet, we don't know in detail how four Trump supporters died since they've seen, or we've seen no investigative reports nor autopsies. One victim in particular was Ashley Babbitt, who was gunned down by a policeman at the Capitol during the protest. To date, this officer's name has not been released. And after more than a month, we don't know who killed an unarmed Trump supporter in the Capitol. We don't. Now, despite the Democrats and Liz Cheney's beliefs, Americans know very little about the riots on January 6th. Now, we know, we now know that authorities knew about the threats a week in advance. So, how many members of Antifa were there, for example? A gateway pundit, they've identified a few possible candidates. I know, it's hard to believe. So how did Ashley Babbitt and three other Trump supporters die that day? As for Babbitt, 
we still, as I said, haven't seen an autopsy, still don't know who shot her. We've heard the investigators don't believe the shooter should be charged, but we don't even know who he is or why the Washington, D.C. police are withholding his name. There is much that still needs to be uncovered from the riots in the Capitol on January 6th. Could it be that the Democrats and Liz Cheney acted prematurely in impeaching the former president with no investigation to support their actions? Hmm. You know, I said this was going to happen, that they're going to stonewall it, everything they can, because they don't want... I hope her husband gets millions and millions and millions of dollars. You know, who did they say was a police officer? It could very well have been one of the Secret Service agents. Again, we don't know. Why don't we know? Just something put out there. Now, Twitter, or do you say twatter like I do, <laughs> has reported a 1.14 billion dollar loss in 2020, and that was before they eliminated the President Trump and his top supporters. Uh, I wouldn't want to be. I'll tell you, if I was a stockholder or an investor in, in twatter, by God, I want some answers. Well, it's just true. Oh, well, so we got that's just ridiculous. You know, tomorrow we'll be uh, doing a show with an author. I had him on a few back in 2016. He got a hold of me by email. Hey, John, can I come back on the show? I said, look, man, I told you back then, you can come on the show anytime you want. And I, this, you know, the offer still stands today. So tomorrow we'll be doing that show. But for right now, what are we looking at here? Where am I? Oh, yeah. You know what? This is okay for this week's episode. Uh, I will say this. I did watch the um, Champeachment, some of it, not all of it. I, I just I was so furious at it. I couldn't stand it. But I understand the Trump defense team rusted after two hours. That's how weak the case that the Democrats have made. And... Um, you know what? With we, if they want to look at who's been inciting riots and violence, make you know you don't have to look far. I guarantee you, all those all their videos are on YouTube. I promise you that. Oh, what do we got here? Anything else? Nope. I think that's it for right now. Again, tomorrow we'll be um, doing another show with the author Kirshner. I think you'll like the guy. He's all right. He's an okay guy. And we'll do a little, you know, well, anything else that's interesting that needs to go? Yeah, if you didn't watch it, uh, uh, Trump's defense team absolutely trashed the Democrats with a 13-minute montage of the word fight, like Trump did. I guess that's okay, so. You know how it is. A two-tiered justice system. What else have we got here? Cuomo. I wonder how. I wonder if he's going to survive his removal from office in New York. I guess the legislature is furious with him for hiding the true COVID numbers of the victims he sent to the uh, homes, the retirement homes. 
because they wanted to hide the true numbers from a federal investigation. What a dirtbag. Yeah, all right. Let's see here. Oh, what else do we have here? <laughs> you know, to be fair, my friends, during all of last year, we heard how Trump is personally, not my words, Democrats' words, personally responsible for the death of all those people who died from the COVID contributing factor. So fair is fair. I guess Joe Biden is solely responsible for killing 60,000 people and he's only been in office for three weeks. I think that's fair. Wouldn't you? I mean, turnabout's fair play. Careful of the measuring stick. It may be used against you someday. Oh, what else we got here? Mm. <laughs> yeah, there. No, no, no. We got that. I'm so sick of Meghan McCain. Somebody needs to slap her, silly. She's comparing the Capitol riots to the 9-11 terror that killed 3,000 Americans. Can we get any more dramatic? Any more hysterical? Oh, God, people. She's just a real beauty. What else we got here? And, of course, Joe Biden has mumbled through his face, Mac. He blames Trump for his own administration's failure on the vaccine distribution. You don't believe me? Guess what? Let's listen. Oh, no, not again. I'll put it on that. No, I'm not going to go to Twitter. I won't do it. I'm not going to go to Twitter. Anyways, he's blaming them. Let's see what else here. Not much else really interesting. Of course, Bruce Springsteen with his DWI arrest. What a clown. Apparently he thinks that his fame should uh, prevent him from following the law like the rest of us or suffering the consequences if you do not do that. <sighs> All right, what else we got? That's about it. All right, my friends. Thanks for listening in for this episode of The Jeffers Brief. And we'll do that other show tomorrow. And we'll have it on tomorrow evening. I'll have it ready to go for you tomorrow evening. Until then, John Jeffers here at the Jeffers Brief. Stay warm, stay dry, stay alert, stay vigilant, stay prepared. All right, have a good one.